Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the ICS Pulse podcast. But this time, it is not just any old ICS Pulse podcast. It is the ICS Pulse podcast special edition. Uh, October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and we're going to be bringing on some uh, very special guests for a very special series of podcasts um, from our first year of the actual pod itself. Uh, this is going to be a clue, quick uh, five questions on cybersecurity for each guest. And these podcasts are going to be dropping about two to three times a week. So watch out for the next episodes uh, as the weeks progress. Uh, they'll be coming faster than you could say, help, I've fallen victim to a cyber attack. So let's get right into it. I'm your host, Tyler Wall. I am your other host, Gary Cohen. And as Tyler mentioned, we just want you to know how special this is. I think you said the word special like seven times in your intro. It is special. And even more special is that today we are talking to Steve Stone of Rubric. Steve is the head of Zero Labs at Rubric, which is a new cybersecurity research team that Stone leads. Their purpose is to give voice to folks on the front line of cybersecurity and provide organizations with the latest threat data from their security research activities. In addition to heading up Rubric Zero Labs, Stone teaches cybersecurity topics at McKendry University and was the vice president of adversary operations at Mandiant for five years. Steve, thanks so much for joining us. Tyler, Gary, thanks for having me. I'm stoked for the five questions on the special and very exclusive podcast. <laughs> it is very special, special and special. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, so question number one here. Uh, so Cybersecurity Awareness Month is highlighting some key behaviors like multi-factor authentication, strong passwords, recognizing phishing and more. Uh, what do you think people should be focusing on this month? I think there's two things everyone should be focused on. The first is, do you know where your data is? We often talk about cybersecurity and defending environments, but we don't often talk about where the data we care about is and how much of it there is. So I think that's the first. And I think the second is, what are your users doing? We It's very easy to look at all the breaches and the new O-days and supply chain compromises, but virtually every hacking event that we pay attention to has illicit valid access. So I think if you're looking at your users and your data, as boring as that sounds, I think you're going to cover an awful lot of ground. Definitely a good place to start. Um, obviously, the field of cybersecurity moves relatively fast. What trends or developments in cybersecurity are you particularly interested or excited about heading into 2024 or heading into the near future? So I'll give you one that will probably surprise you and one that probably won't. Uh, the one that won't is generative AI. Everyone's talking about generative AI, but I'm, I'm really, really interested. I think it's some pretty fascinating technology that's amazing in some things and not ideally suited for some other things. So I'm really curious how both the, the blue side and the red side are going to leverage this technology. And I think some organizations on each side are going to figure out the right use cases and just blow the doors off whatever they're doing. And I think a lot of others won't have the right use cases and aren't going to really see the power that technology bear fruit. So really excited for what we see for proof positive in the next year. The one that may surprise you, because I think it, it's been out there for a long time, but I'm really interested to see how it takes shape on the adversary side is just the sheer accessibility of cheap data storage and really powerful data analytics. These are things that used to be the sole purview of like four or five governments, and now they're everywhere. Anybody can go buy these relatively cheaply. And if you can really harness those technologies, that's a capability onto itself. So I'm I'm deeply interested in seeing how attackers are able to get after those 
very ubiquitous and now very cost accessible technologies. So you're a very well seasoned cybersecurity individual. Um, can you share a memorable experience or case from your career that highlights the importance of cybersecurity? Yeah, uh, I've been very lucky to be part of, I shouldn't say part of, but involved in a number of uh, pretty high level breaches. So I, I think those are almost the easy ones. So I won't pick one of those. I think the event that really hits home to me how important this is, is years and years ago when I was at Mandiant, uh, we worked a, a, for us a relatively small intrusion. It was a little fin crime financial threat. And, and I happened to work it just because I was physically located close to the victim. And it was a regional supermarket chain. If you live where I live, everyone knows it. Um, it's pretty popular, not just everywhere, but they do a lot of nonprofit work with food banks and they employ a lot of teenagers. My son's first job was at this grocery chain. So they're very much a part of the community. And, and we were there, we came in very late into their intrusion. And what really blew me away was they were a day away from losing everything. They were one day away from shutting the doors and this is a family-owned business. You could literally see the employees. You could see the impacts. And we were able to, to help them really fight to keep their company. And it's one thing to talk about the impact of some of these really large breaches, but it's something different to look people in the face and know that they might not have jobs tomorrow. Their employees might not get paid. And, and that really gives you something to fight for. Absolutely, yeah. Um... I mean, there have been, you're talking about attacks. There's been large and small attacks. Some have grabbed headlines. Like you said, some of the big ones, the solar winds and colonials. And um, what have we learned as an industry from this recent spate of major cyber attacks? Oh, man, that's a great question. Uh, I think we've learned a couple of things. I think one is the one of the biggest takeaways we should really have our heads around is, is no one's safe. This, this is issues for everybody. You can't hide from it. You can't pretend it doesn't happen. And, you know, I've worked at a couple of different companies here at Rubrik, previously at Mandiant, where we talked about assume breach. Breaches are inevitable, whatever the phrasing may be. And I think if any year has borne that out, it's this year. Um, you mentioned SolarWinds. I was, I was very lucky to be part of the response um, at, well, not at Solar Ones, but at Mandiant, as we found that and got to see firsthand that and, and work with my peers. And it was this fascinating intrusion. If you look at that event, you're talking about Mandiant. We worked with Microsoft, who had um, parts of their environment compromised, and SolarWinds, who's a leading technology company. If Mandiant, Microsoft, and SolarWinds and one intrusion, not to mention the hundreds of other victims, why would anybody feel they're safe? I, I just would really issue that as a challenge. Um, so that's the first thing. I think the second thing this year has really taught us is the fundamentals work. We, we're always looking for the next piece of cutting edge technology, as we should. But what really moves the ball are the basics. Everyone hates them. They're boring. And we just keep saying the same things again and again. But that's what's really helped solve these intrusion problems this year. I mean, isn't that what Cybersecurity Awareness Month is all about? Do the basics. Make mm -hmm. it hard for somebody. Make them look elsewhere. Yeah, I think it really is. I mean, it is about those things like protect your users, protect your data, do the fundamentals, look at authentication. I mean, uh, routinely review your architecture and your operations, even if you don't think there was an intrusion. 
we've been saying these things for as long as I've been in this business. Uh, I don't know that the strategic recommenda- recommendations are any different now than they were 20 years ago. Uh, it just it just happens that they work, and we're not probably doing enough of them. So uh, a little bit ago, you mentioned uh, artificial intelligence, you know, the role it's going to kind of play as we're moving forward. It'll kind of impact everybody a little bit differently. What emerging technologies do you see impact in the field of cybersecurity in the near future? Well, it's hard not to say generative AI again. I think that's going to be one of them. Uh, I think when we look at any of those, you know, LLMs and and the way that technology works, I think that's going to be really critical. I think the other suite of technologies, and and it could be a range of things, but I, I'm really fascinated by the integrators, the technologies that do the integration pieces. I was just reading through uh, Palo Alto's most recent earnings statement. You know, they gave a 132 slide review of what they see as the cybersecurity market and landscape. And they have a, a very small detail in there, which really stuck out, which is your average security team is using more than 70 security tools. There's no way you can effectively use 70 security tools. That's not Palo Alto's words. That's that's me out of my commentary to their analysis. But how we integrate and leverage combined technologies, I'm really fascinated by where that goes and what that can do for us. Very interesting. So we're going to end this by throwing a fun one at you. At least we think it's fun. You may not think it's fun. Uh, <laughs> Tyler and I have been having an argument about this for about a year now. What is your favorite movie, TV show, piece of entertainment that has something to do with cybersecurity? Doesn't need to be sh- showing cybersecurity as it is. Just what is something that has uh, a something to do with cybersecurity that you enjoy? That's a great question. There's lots of really good ones out there. I'll probably go with the sleeper pick of uh, Parks and Rec. I'm a massive Parks and Rec fan. And one of my favorite episodes of all time was when Ron Swanson tried to remove his digital footprint. And it ends up, for those who have seen it, with him actually making it worse and and basically creating a meme of himself saying, erase all photos of Ron. And I love it because I think we've all felt that way. Like, it's just time to have less of a footprint, time to do less but you can't escape it. And the harder you try, if anything, you make it worse. And also, how do you not love Ron Swanson? That's about as good as it gets. Love that show. Is that the one where he throws away his PC, his like desktop? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And if only it was that easy. I think we've all wanted that to be the way it works. And we all know (laughs) it isn't, which is why I really love that, that whole episode. Yeah. We've got uh, somebody in our office who wears a mouse rat shirt like three times a week. And every time he's wearing it, I'm like, love it. Love the shirt. Great choice. It's pretty, it's a great show. It holds up. Yeah, absolutely. I also told, this is, see, now I'm going way down the Parks and Rec rabbit hole because I'm a fan too. I told Tyler when we started doing the podcast, I always am, have it in my head when, I, when I'm introducing us and I'm like, I'm the host, Gary Cohen. I always want to say, joining me as always is my CGI puppy co-host, Bobby the Boo, but he, he didn't really understand that <laughs> reference. I enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, Steve, always have fun talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us again today and for joining us for this very special edition of Cybersecurity Awareness Month podcast. Thanks, Greg, Gary. Thanks, Tyler. I really appreciate it. And if you ever want to have me back on, please let me know, special or not, I'll be there. <laughs> we'll have you on a very average podcast next. <laughs> Take care, gentlemen. Thank you. And make sure you're tuning in all month as we will uh, be releasing more of these episodes from the Cybersecurity Awareness Month series. And don't forget to use that hashtag, hashtag BeCyberSmart on social media for this month. Uh, we will also have all kinds of Awareness Month content on the site at icspulse.com. So if you're not checking out the site daily, what excuse do you have? Check out the site daily. There's all kinds of good content on there. 
for, for now, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe out there.